Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. The UK Film Review Festival is back. Join us for an incredible selection of feature and short films. Review the ones you see and do it all from the comfort of your own house. November 12th to 13th. Festival parties are on sale now at ukfilmreview.co.uk. I always really want to talk through that bit, but I never do. I want like a cool fade out where I could be like getting ready. I think I've listened to Shane, Shane Dawson's podcast too much because they talk over their intro and I was like... Oh, Oh, that could be a special treat for you. You spoke before I even introduced you. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, no. Anyway, welcome to episode six. I'm still here. And as we say every episode, I've not been cancelled. Things that we're updating on. My podcast arm thing, my mic stand still isn't working. We've just had a discussion about it. So you can hear me clanging around. I am annoyed. I try and fix it every week. And every week I fail. Should try a bit harder then, should you? Oh, go home. <laughs> What are we doing? Episode six, I've not been cancelled. It's this week's episode is October's episode. It's the spooky, it's our Halloween special. And yeah, this is going to be released at the beginning of October. So yeah, you could say I'm like three weeks early. But guess what? Like everything, like me saying audio listeners, I don't care. So here we are. And we're going to talk about some spooky Halloween fun. But before we begin, what's the usual game? The podcast gang is here. Val is here. She's wearing a jacket today because she was cold. And she's feeling the autumn. She hates it. She hates it. She does. She's tried to take it off so many times already. But she was like shivering. And I was like, well, I'll put the jacket on. But she doesn't like the jacket. I don't think she gets it. Anyway, Val's wearing a spiffy jacket. We've already had to confiscate the giggly wiggly because she was 
Oh, I loud. Really, she, she was, was loud. loud. I really want to. I was thinking today. I want to put the mic up to her face so she makes a noise. Um, but quickly, she's trying to eat it. No, she doesn't mind. The giggly wiggly's been confiscated. Uh, Val's here. The giggly wiggly's here. The real Akuma's here, and Big Boy Papa Kuma is still here. Yay! Hello, Big Boy Papa Kuma. Terrifying. He's terrifying. They have a Big Boy um, Kira Kuma, which is the uh, other one of the real Akuma pals that I think I've mentioned, and I'm tempted to buy it, but I think my desk is getting cluttered by. Real Akumas. Audio listeners, I wish we did a video so you could see all the trash in my house and Val's spiffy jacket. Let's see if this week Val will make a sound for us. I'm wheeling over towards her. Come along, Val. You've been on the show. You've barked. Make a little noise for mummy. Oh my god, ASMR vibes. Do it again. I'm dying. (laughs) Uh, Underwhelming. Why was it underwhelming? What did you noise? I was expecting a bork. Go get pretend, go find a cat. No, if we knock on the door, she's barked on the podcast before. Oh. She's ruined it for everyone. She she tried to drink Jake's water last week, last episode, which was crazy. So she, I'm sure she'll ruin something later for us. <sighs> My co-host this week is Luke. <laughs> That's me, funnily enough. Yeah. And we are here because, do you know what? I was thinking this morning because I was awake at 4 a.m., I'm not unemployed. I was that, just awake. That's illegal, by the way. You can't be up before four. I was terrible, but I fell asleep early last night. Audio listeners, because I didn't feel well. My stomach hurt, and oh. I. Minus stomach. It, oh my god, we're getting so many good vowel sounds. Let's go. Oh, that's a good one. She's well up for a cuggy. That's Cuggies is the, the the term that everyone uses to refer to vowel because she's a she's a hug. A hug lady. She loves a hug. She loves a hug. So we call her a cuggy, a cuggy gal. Cookies. Cookies. Anyway, that's how Val's voice is. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. 4 a.m. 4 a.m. 4 a.m. So I was up at 4 a.m. because I went to sleep early and I don't sleep. I was watching murder documentaries. It was very good. People were in the Church of Latter-day Saints and uh, this woman, it was on Netflix. I think it's called Sins of Our Mother. If you haven't watched it, go and check it out. Proper funny. These um, Church of Latter-day Saints is a sort of subculture of the Christian uh, religion. I do believe actually from the Mormonism sect, which is, you know, Joseph Smith thinking he can read gold plates, if anyone doesn't know what Mormonism is. Um, And uh, she uh, got involved in the Church of Latter-day Saints. Val, shut up. And... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, she just wants a hug, man. Talk, but don't talk when I don't want you to. You kicked my Chanel bag. Oh, um, oh. oh the Chanel, oh. my Chanel. Um, well, that's my life over. <laughs> ben touched it with his greasy fingers. Um, anyway, Church of Latter-day Saints, yeah. And I was laying there, not feeling good, which, you know, you do sometimes. I'm fine now. I've recovered everyone. Audio. I think I drank some poisoned water. I'm okay. Um, that can happen. Yeah, yes, this... I was convinced. The world's rife with poisoned water, yeah. I just, I think that I drank poison because I hadn't eaten anything. Goals. And uh, I just, assumed, I was like, the only thing that can make me feel nauseous is poisoned water. So I assumed that I'd drunk poison. Or not eaten. She's upside down. She's rolling around. She's trying to take her jacket off. <laughs> You're cold. You wanted she, to wear the jacket. She's doing teddy bear rolls. Yeah, she is. She looks funny. Um, and, uh, yeah, she was... Uh, her and this other religious cult guy were like, oh, um, they were doing this thing when they measured people's points in their life. And if they scored a certain amount of points, they were like, they're a zombie. And then they just started killing all their friends and family. It was really funny. It was in the news. They've still not been convicted. Anyway. That sounds like a good fun watch. 
Go check it out. It was a documentary. It was three parts. I watched all three parts because I felt so garbage just laying there watching this. And I'm a simp for a good uh, church cult. I love it. She just, she, the dog just barrel rolled into your chair. No, no, um, moved a little bit. Do you think she wants to take the coat off? Uh, well, yeah, probably. Uh, Val, can you wear it for the episode or should we take it off now? Well, she's been all right for a while, so. She just started barrel rolling all over the floor like a mentalist. She does that even without the jumper on. Yeah, that's true. <coughs> um, anyway, Church of Latter-day Saints. Anyway, so I was laying there after I was considering the Church of Latter-day Saints and I was thinking, which one of us came up with this this idea because everyone I know is like that's the best Halloween themed idea and I think it was predominantly Val get down I think it was predominantly you. audio listeners if you want to uh, know what's happening Val's pushing Luke on the chat now Val simps hard for Luke and uh, my other friend Coray, uh because they both give her food uh, yeah. And excessive cuggy. She still likes me more. There's right. a rivalry. There's a rivalry between Luke and Corey because Corey is like a lovely friend of mine. He lives literally over the road from me. It's fantastic. We're neighborinos. Um, In your face, Corey. Stop. <laughs> no. And so obviously every time I go over there to hang out, uh, me and Corey watch the Great Australian Bake Off. It's. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> why are you doing that? Because it's on the telly and we watch it and then like crazy. There are like, other things on the telly. No, I know, but he's one of those people who just like has the TV on. Does that make sense? Like yeah, it's yeah. not like I don't own TV. Background noise. Yes. And so shows come on and then he and I sit there and critique everyone and we're like, that cake is trash. And then literally he and I would never be able to make it. So we like to just feel superior for a moment. But it's Australian, so everyone's like, Bonza, mate. It's Bonza. It's Bonza, mate. Your cake's well good, mate. Uh, and then they all crack open Fosters at the end. Um... Imagine if the great Dreamy. Australian bake-off was you had to make your cakes on a barbecue. Am I being xenophobic? How <laughs> would you make cake on am barbecue? I, am I marginalising a whole country of people? My sister lives there. It's fine. It's like being racist and saying oh, my friends are black. <laughs> I can say stuff about Australia. But yeah, they should do it on a barbecue, but they don't. They use an average kitchen, which is very good for them. Um, Slightly disappointing, but you know. It would be funnier, would If they it? could do it on a barbecue, that'd be impressive. I think they should call it the great Australian shrimp-off. And just have shrimp. Yeah, on a Barbie and Foster's bonza, mate. <laughs> and they wear those hats with the corks hanging down. That's <laughs> the whole episode. Me and Craig were like, those shrimps, those shrimps are trash. Shimp. Shimps are trash, mate. I need to ring Craig. I was meant to go and see him yesterday, but I didn't feel well. We were going to watch Thor, remember? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was looking forward to that. So sorry, I'm shame. sorry. That's all right. I felt really terrible. That's fine. I drank all that poison water. Stop drinking poisoned water. I literally, I was fine. And um, our audio listeners, we live in England. We're going to... Shocking. We're going to talk about <laughs> the theme. We haven't even told them the theme yet. Anyway, we live in England and our queen died. So we all watched Queen's funeral yesterday. I was at work watching the Queen's funeral. Came home and I was fine. I was tottering around. About four o'clock, I just felt really... Ugh. And then I laid in bed watching Church of Latter-day Saints people get killed. I don't know what was going on anyway. We were Sounds like a terrible day. We were meant to... Well, work was great. I loved work. I yeah. watched the funeral and... The, fun- the funeral was good, actually. So. There was loads of pipes. F- the fanfare. We you did didn't get fanfare. to watch it because you were also at work, but you don't have a TV at work. Um, I audio, do have a TV at work. Audio listeners, I work in um, housekeeping in a, uh, in a holiday park, if you will. I never really admit to my job. We literally early were like, don't talk about people's jobs on here. Don't dox people. And I'm like, there this is what you I are. do. Yeah, but it's me and I'm happy to release the information. So I work in hospitality. I had the TV on while I was pottering around, and uh, yeah, that, and I was texting you about it. There was um, all that really happened was trumpets. Yeah, Jesus we, chat. We do like trumpets. Jesus chat was heavy. Uh, they yeah. were well whiffing on about Jesus, and um, I was thinking they pulled her along on a little cart, and it wasn't pulled by horses. It was pulled by humans, and I was like, that's nice because at least the humans. 
are doing their fair share. Yeah, yeah. Not that they weren't. Like, the whole thing was very good. But, you know, I don't like it when horses have to work. I watched 310 to Yuma the other day with Ben Foster in it. Oh, audio listeners, we never really talk about how much I love Ben Foster, but he is, I simp. She really does. Oh, why has he not got an Oscar? He's so good. I was watching him in 310 to Yuma. I think he's in love with Russell Crowe in that movie. Have you you seen it? It's a Western. No, no, not really. I think I said your dad should watch it because you told me your dad likes Westerns. He loves a Western. And it's my favorite. It's one of my favorite Westerns ever. Anyway, Ben Foster's in it and he's in a gang. Like a baddie gang of cowboys. I don't know what you would call them. Apaches. An outlaw? Yeah, kind of Outlaws. thing like that. And um, his the gang leader is played by Russell Crowe. And uh, they capture Russell Crowe. And they have to get him on a train, which is the 310 train to Yuma. <laughs> oh, she said it. There was a moment where someone in the movie went, well, who needs to get on the 310 train to Yuma? And I was like, Bleh! <laughs> I love it when they say a thing. I was like, say the title. that's the title of the film. Anyway... Ben Foster plays like the 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 simp in the in the outlaw gang for Russell Crowe, and the whole time I was just like, are they gay? Because he really wants him back. Like they're like the rest of the gang were like, there's no point chasing after him. So Let's just would, let it go. You wouldn't go. do that for a pal. You wouldn't go rescue your pal. He blows up a tunnel. They shoot a bunch of people. There's loads of tea going on, right? This, this sounds like something you would enjoy. Blowing up tunnels. No, no, I enjoy it. But like the rest of the gang to Ben Foster were like, look, we don't really need to go after him. We can get a new leader. You, hint. And Ben Foster was like, I don't think you remember what he did for us. And then like once everyone else has given up, Ben Foster's like, I love you. And he's like chasing (laughs) after him. And it goes on for so long. And I'm like, oh, just get on the train. I don't care. Michael. Did he get on the train? Do you know what? I don't want to ruin it for you. Who's the man who played Batman? Which Batman? The terrible ones. <laughs> Which Batman? Oh my god, his name's Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Christian the, Bale's the trilogy in it. Ones. All Christian right, yeah. Bale's in it, and he's the guy who's got to get him on the train to three ten to Yuma. And I think Christian. Bale's How was he with the terrible Batman? I actually quite liked him as Batman. I thought he was one of the better ones. Which ones was he in? He was in the Batman Begins. Uh... Was that Christian Bale? Yeah, yeah. The one with, with Heath Ledger. With Bane and Heath Ledger. Yeah, that's Christian Bale. Do your Bane impression. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you and I... That's, that's a private thing. <laughs> no, it's not. You do... I can't... I like to just every now and then do a Bane impression, even though I don't like that movie. But you do it so good. He was a good Bane. He was a good Bane. But you do the Bane impression yeah, so good yeah, so and I can't do it. That's, that's a private matter, all right? It's a, no, it's not. Nighttime antics. Like a cardo, <laughs> I can't do it. Um... <laughs> Anyway, aside from Bane, I watched 310 to Yuma. Do a podcast <laughs> in the darkness. Oh, yes. I was raised in the darkness. <laughs> Bane is gross. I would, I would sleep with Bane with the mask on. Could okay. you imagine it? Even if you took the mask off, he'd probably make the same sounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, audio listeners, I was going to get to point two. This is the first time we've done a podcast in the daytime. People think we're unemployed. We're not. We just got the day off. That's why I've lost my Bane powers. Bane. (laughs) Also, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, the theme of the podcast. So, (laughs) I watched 310 to Yuma. I didn't watch Thor last night with Corey. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. I'm sad we didn't watch Thor. I said to Corey when I saw him, he was like, I'm going to watch Thor. And I went, no, we should watch it together and I'll bring you blue treats. Blue treats. Because he likes the the flavour blue. You like the flavour blue. It's the only... 
only flavoured. I don't eat candy, so I don't know about it. But K, fine. I like my blue vape pen the most, there more you go. than my Sunny Delight flavour, which I don't like that much. I liked the Sunny Delight. I literally flavor. have a vape pen audio listeners that that's Sunny Delight flavour. It says mango ice, but it's just a lie. Florida style. Um, no one remembers the difference between Florida style and California there, style. There was no difference between. There it was tasted a different colour lid. Oh, the lid. <laughs> That was it. There's a different colour nah, lid. One was uh, yellow, one was orange. Racist. Um, <laughs> was a little bit orange. Oh, <laughs> audio listeners, the useless microphone arm just fell on the floor, so I don't care. Anyway, so I was laying in bed last night after the Latter-day Saints thing and 310 to humour, and I was thinking, how do we come up with this idea? And I think I remember I was saying to you, I don't know what to do for Halloween my chest hurts i don't know what to do for halloween and you know blah 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 blah. i don't want to do a horror movie because it's too obvious even though this is a horror podcast like the halloween that's coming out trash um and your dad being in jeepers creepers and uh, don't talk about it he's in jeepers creepers (laughs) i'd certainly have more money and royalties if he was in jeepers creepers we'll talk about your dad being in jeepers creepers in a minute okay but um and then i was like um I think I was talking about how I like Halloween specials of things. Like I like, I don't like, I don't celebrate Halloween. I don't celebrate Christmas. I don't believe in it. They're just pagan festivals that have been stolen by people and it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, you know, but I have a very unique view on our capitalist Christianity garbage. And um, I was like, oh, I love all like the Treehouse of Horrors and stuff like that. And we were saying something along those lines and you went, what, like Scooby-Doo? Scooby-Doo has loads of specials. Yeah. And then I went, yeah like scooby-doo and then you went you should just do scooby-doo and then i was like yep <laughs> so this week we're doing scooby-doo <laughs> i actually uh remember it slightly differently but how was we, it then we were talking, i thought we were talking about how i liked halloween uh, specials we were talking about movies yeah. and i'm not really a big movie person no. uh especially horror movies like, i watch them with you but uh we were talking about 13 ghosts with and matthew, matthew lillard in it and then it was like oh yeah we like matthew lillard but you can't really do a podcast on Matthew Lillard. Yeah, you can. Uh, well, uh, and then honest, it no, was just you can't, like because he's only done one horror movie, two horror movies, and the rest has been sort of like filler material. But then it was like, ah, but we could Scooby-Doo. do a Scooby Doo because Matthew oh. Lillard is in the live action movies, and he is the perfect Shaggy. My phone's going off. Oh. Well, you've got more friends than I have. <laughs> <laughs> I think we already knew that. Well, um, I have Val. She's wearing a jacket. Oh, it's a Snapchat. I bet it's from your mum. Um, I don't think she knows how to use Snapchat. Your mum? Yeah. Oh, I was telling someone that if you sellotape a bunch of cats together, it makes a horse, and they were just responding. Um, I thought that was dogs. I think you can sellotape any variety of small animals together. Chinchilla horse. To get a bigger animal, because that's how biology works. All animals are yeah. other animals if you want to. If you sell a tape, a massive amount of bees together, you get is, a Boeing 737. Is, is this like a human centipede kind of thing? <laughs> sell a tape that three humans a, together, you get a centipede. That was a good joke and you missed it. They didn't sell a tape them together. They sewed their mouths to their anuses. Have you yeah. ever seen the human centipede? Uh, snippets. It's not, not really my thing. I don't think it's any... It was, do you know what? Uh, audio listeners, it was one of the very first movies, not for this company, Shade... 
uh, for a different company that I had to review. And I was like, this is a fun introduction to the game, <laughs> watching this dreadful movie. I don't like I've it. heard it wasn't that, that all that great. So. If you research the premise of the movie, the idea was the, I think the director was German. I'm going back a long time. It was 2009. I reviewed this movie and had to research it and stuff like that. Uh, the director came up with this idea when he was drunk in a pub on how to punish pedophiles. And um, so he concepted this idea of, you know, um, letting people poop in your mouth in the most PC way of saying Attractive. it. And, and that's where that came from. And then obviously the rest of them were just trash. But the film was just very bleak. And uh, this was before my sister emigrated and she was saving money and she would ask me to lend her movies all the time because I had you know, extensive movie collection. And that was one of the ones I lent her and she just gave it back and she just went, no. No, no. <laughs> not for me. I don't want to watch that one again. And I lent her a French movie, which is audio listeners, if you're not listening to it, because we're not going to talk about Scooby Doo, we're just going to talk about films I've watched recently. It does seem like that way, doesn't it? <laughs> I watched it. There's a very good French fr French horror film called Inside, which is fantastic if no one's watched it. Uh, and I lent that to my sister, and she said it was one of the most uh, chilling, bone chilling movies she's ever watched. Um, I haven't watched Inside in ages, but uh, it's, it's ridiculously gory, but in a very tasteful and well done uh, sense. You get to watch a woman get smacked around the face with a toaster, and you also get to watch a woman cut an actual baby out of a woman with a pair of just like regular scissors. So it's just, you know, make of it what you will. It's, pre it's pretty good, actually. I haven't watched it in a while. It's, just, it's, a, it's, a crazy, it's a crazy film. It's absolutely fantastic. Anyway, I'm getting comfy. <sighs> 18 minutes in and we haven't got the sweet treats. I'm, I'm devastated. I've been waiting for these for like it's months. It's sweet treats time. Right. Let's preface sweet treats. I went through so many things for sweet treats for you because I didn't know what to do. And I think if you remember on the I have an extensive palate. Okay. I no, like you things. don't. When it's sweet, I you do. You eat candy. Yeah, it's a sweet and treat. And steak. Oh, that's not quite sweet. And pizza. Now, if you remember audio listeners on the last on the last episode, me and Jake discussed uh, that I was going to order a pizza, but obviously it's not even midday. You wouldn't. Be I would still eat that. Ill. But you then Ill? you're not going to be able to eat the pizza while we're talking. Is what uh, I'm, that's what me and Jake discussed. Like, how are you going to do that? Where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, but you don't eat cold food like someone we know. Jake. <laughs> no, no, that's true. But I'll just eat once here. You know, I just. Yeah, I guess you could. Couldn't you? Bowel eat half of it anyway. Then. We were talking about how on Scooby... <coughs> I'm choking. <coughs> we were talking about how on Scooby-Doo... Oh, I got a message again. Jesus Christ. Ugh, burping down the phone for you. Delicious. Uh, oh, go away. Um, we were talking about how... Um, I'm getting rid of my, my messages. How they eat sandwiches. They love a sandwich. They love a sandwich. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, like a footlong. And I got you to talk to me about your favourite subway. And I saved it on my phone. A month ago, hearty Italian chick chicken, uh, yeah. something grated cheese, hot sauce and ketchup toasted. I yeah, saved course. it. Wow. Right. And then, guess what? Looked it up this morning to get it Uber-eated here so it would be here in time for you. They don't deliver this far. Uh, what the hell? Uh, what Where is, is our that? closest subway? Westwood? Westwood, yeah. No, they've got one in Margate. Won't deliver to Westgate. Shocking behaviour. So bad. And it's on my phone, if you don't believe me. this well, You were talking to me, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm typing it down while you describe your favourite sub. You, you know what we're doing after after this, don't you? Go we'll to go Subway. Subway. Yeah, for sure. Why? Subway's trash. I know so many people... Because now one wants a sandwich. Yeah, but you know people who wrote to Subway, and I know I people do. who wrote to Subway, and it's disgusting. I choose, podcast, um, I choose not to listen to that. Yeah, pop, podcast member Sarah, who was on the very first episode, she used to be a manager of Subway, and she used to tell me about how she used to go and cry in the toilets. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> oh, that's just a regular thing. In, uh, no, but she also used to tell me how... We're just absolutely just... She used to just tell me that's, that it was bad. Okay, the food uh, is bad. <laughs> we'll, we'll just leave that there. Yeah, the food <laughs> is bad. Anyway, 
don't think you go without a sweet treat, though. Not. <laughs> Drag. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> because I did. Now, audio listeners, I'm going to reach into the drawer. This week, not the double drawer, unlike Jake's Ooh. one with the massive... Oh, I didn't buy you a jar of olives. You wouldn't eat that. A jar of Haribo? I didn't have time. Nah. Where would I have gone for a jar? I'm not going to drive to Ashford. You could you could probably just go to the one on... North I could Bell have Road. Amazon primed it, couldn't I? Well, you could have done that. Yeah. I am anyway. disappointed. But <laughs> oh, what's in the drawer? What is in the drawer? Come on. What's in the box? Well, I got you some some Sour Patch Kids I love just sour because patch you kids. like oh, them. Vows just because you like up. them. Um, and I also got you this giant gummy bear because you're a gummy boy. Look Thank at you. the size of that, that one. That is a big bear. Look how good that is. That's pretty good. Apple flavor. Oh, um, but to, flavor. to continue with the theme, I got you a gummy pizza because uh, I couldn't order you an actual pizza. I'm going to have that now. <laughs> open it. I'm, I'm so trying. curious. I'm so, it's a chubba chub one. I'm going to open it for you. Oh, that looks terrible. <laughs> oh, look, audio listeners, it's um, it's a chubba chap gummy pizza. It's constructed from what looks like those foam bananas. Val perked up. Of course she's perked. You can't have any. There's an egg on the middle. There is an egg in the there's middle. I don't know what you... Let me why. see it. Let me see. Do you put oh, eggs on pizza? Oh, there's an egg in the middle. There's actual pizza slices. There's there gummy pizza, pizza slices. Pizza. I thought it was just going to be... um. Bits of gummy making a pizza, but there's actual gummy pizza. She wants. I've never seen. She, that. she is. I've never seen her eat a gummy. Avidly staring at me. What's happening? Really? Audio listeners, Luke's delicately inserting sections of the pizza into his mouth. Is it good? Oh, pretty good. You yeah. should ASMR it. Chew into the I'm mic. Chewing it. Let me have a look. Nom. Ew, no, Nom. let me look at the pizza. Audio listeners, there's there's gummy bears. There's gummy pizza slices and then an egg in the middle which makes no sense they've used little raspberries to represent um olives i'm trying to get a gummy slice of pizza out and the egg is keeping them all together oh oh no val's face is really near it here have a gummy have a gummy segment a gummy pizza segment is it good that's pretty good is it good good. (laughs) just dead air of us talking but look at the size now all your listeners I've got what they call a giant gummy bear apple flavoured gummy he says and there's a pun on the packet which is the main reason I bought it that is my favourite one yes because not only are you a gummy boy but you like a pun and it says we are very tasty Uh and it's a bear Uh, it's apple flavoured giant gummy cost me a pound for B&M go nuts I will (laughs) babe we are very tasty. That is a good pun. Gummy I bear. Will, I will take that. How many? Wait, it's. <laughs> Wait, are you? It's three hundred and forty-seven calories just for this one gummy berry. Very tasty. Anyway, um, those were my Ooh. my second comings after I literally couldn't order you a sandwich. Uh, well. And I was gonna get it cold and then bring out the te- the sandwich maker I have so you could have toasted it here because of your need self toasted no because you need freshness and I, I can't do. imagine it's going to come nice when it's driven here on a moped should we talk about films oh, <laughs> well, we haven't an really an done anything we haven't done anything so anyway Scooby Doo a franchise that's been going since the 60s. Oh, it's been like 70 years or so, hasn't it? It's been going on for so long. Um, I think the first things first is the, the most important thing that most people remember of our generation of Scooby-Doo is the two feature films which were in 2003, I think. 2002. 2002, and then the other yeah. one was in 2003. The they released them very quick because they... When a, were amazing? No. <laughs> when anything makes money, the distribution company or, you know... 
whoever's making the movie will literally be like, oh, quick, that made money. Let's bang out a sequel so quick. And that is usually why in the movie industry, why the sequels are terrible because they rush job it, they rush have rush writers on set and everything kind of things like that. Usually directors don't sign up for a second one because it's trash, all this other garbage. Val jumping up. She wants your gummies. That you, oh, she thinks that book is gummy. It's, it's just it's just a book. Give her a gummy. Can I'm we give? Gi- can no. you give dogs gummy? Wait. Gummy. Hey Google. Can you give dogs gummy sweets? According to Great Pet Care, these gummies are artificially sweetened with an ingredient called xylitol, which is extremely toxic and life-threatening when consumed by dogs. Oh, she's not allowed it. Hey Google, stop. Xylitol? Let's read what's in this. <coughs> there is no xylitol in this, Val. She's, Go nuts. she's not having that Go. giant gummy. That is definitely Be- It's for me. very good. It's very good. <laughs> it's got a pun in it. It's for me. <laughs> she's pushing me on the chair. I feel harassed. Um, anyway. Oh. I didn't think the uh, second movie was terrible. No, I liked the second movie. Anyway. Um, the quality doesn't drop off or anything. It's consistently bad. Yeah, but you like Lord of the Rings. Um, and well, I should. <laughs> I can't. My chair is going everywhere and I don't like it. Anyway, um, yeah, everyone from our generation seems to remember uh, the Scooby-Doo's. We're talking about us millennials here because obviously it came out at a very pinnacle point where we were, you know, either young teenagers or coming out of it. I think I was 16. I didn't watch it. I had a boyfriend at the time who really liked it and we would watch it. Like, oh, how how old would it be? Uh, but I didn't go and watch it at the movies. If I was 16, you'd have been 15. It came out on DVD, which means it came out at the cinema when I was 14 and you'd have been 13. Oh, no, I don't remember seeing it at the cinema. No. Probably when it came on DVD. Yeah. Well, 13 years old, it's Scooby-Doo. Why would you not? That's, uh... I was smoking crystal meth at 13. Oh. There we go. Um... Two completely different uh, <laughs> childhoods there. Well, I wonder if the audio listeners have picked up on my life being like really messed up by now. Stories, the prostitution and the drugs. Um, aside from the fun I was having, it did just because of the prostitution and the drugs. It didn't mean at, at sixteen I didn't watch Scooby Doo in a literal crack den, by the way, where we slept on the floor, <laughs> and we didn't have a bed, and we slept on this like literal pile of trash, uh, and there was like a little TV, and we just had like like. Not even like duvets, like the duvet covers thrown over us, and that's how we lived in this gross crack den, and we watched Scooby Doo. So there's a light at the end of the tunnel for everyone. You can watch. Scooby- <laughs> you just got a Scooby Doo. You can watch right. Scooby Doo in a crack den, yeah. and the day doesn't seem that bad. Um, oh my god, that was depressing. But anyway, I did that. Um, I like the. I I didn't like it then, probably because of the drugs. But now maybe. I that maybe he was sad. Uh, but now I like the movie because a I think I had an, a, a generating appreciation for Matthew Lillard. Like you watch Scream and you go, yeah. he's a really good actor, and then you don't see him in anything. But then I went back and watched a movie called SLC Punk, which is uh, I think one of his first feature films. I'm not too sure. Don't quote me on that. But it was a very very early one in his film. Um, film career and he's fantastic 13 Ghosts to be honest I've not seen him in any bad movies to be fair I quite not being a movie I can can show you some (laughs) oh well but then I remember watching him in 13 Ghosts that was a good movie that's a great movie Uh, Netflix make a TV series about that please everyone wants it you know they do Um, and then thinking like oh yeah he's really good then going back and watching Scooby-Doo just by chance later in life and being like do you know what everyone in this movie is really good I watched Sarah Michelle Gellar in a movie called Southland Tales which was the Donnie Darko's uh, director's second film that he made everyone hated it but it's a cult classic go watch it it's fantastic I would actually say that it's Dwayne Johnson's best performance on screen Um, as Sarah Michelle Gellar played this very odd 
sort of bimboy person. So when you watch her play Daphne, when you watch people like Freddie Prince Jr., who's just hailed as this kind of like he was like a he was like an it boy for a while, like the like the like yeah. the rap hack in the eighties and stuff, and then he kind of died off. But he plays Fred so well. I, He's yeah, so they're, good. They're, they're, the, the casting is actually really good. Like it's all fantastic. of it is on point with that. Yeah, it's so it's good. Very good. Shaggy is Matthew Lillard is Shaggy. He's the he best is Shaggy, one. Yeah. And, and we were when we were looking up the movies because we were we went and bought a bunch of one pound <laughs> Scooby Doo <laughs> movies. From we spent shops. days looking for these. We movies. were like. Audio listeners, I'm a charity shop simp. I love it. I think that we should recycle more products in the world. As we all know, plastic is killing the world. Landfills are full to the brim. If you can recycle something, go do it. And if you can find it cheap for a bargain, go do it. Don't be one of those gross middle-class people who are like, oh, I'd never have anything secondhand. Don't be silly. Do you know what I mean? It's, go look for Scooby-Doo movies. Go look for Scooby-Doo. You know, I do, I'm do. i such an advocate for, for finding things secondhand because everything's too expensive now and it's it helps the environment immensely. And as I said, landfills are a real genuine problem, especially clothing, which plastic, obviously, there's plastic in clothing if you didn't know, so it's a big problem. But um, so obviously, me being a simp for charity shops, I said, we'll get them all in a charity yeah, shop. Yeah, we found literally. quite a few actually, didn't we? And we went everywhere and I would pick them up and we only watched about half of them. Because we ended up with so many, you did like four for a pound in a charity shop on DVDs. That's so great. Well, it didn't help that you tried to hide half of them. The football. I don't want to watch the one about football. It's stupid. It's Scooby Doo. Oh, Just because no, it's got football it. on it. Stupid. Yeah, it was good. Um, I watched it. But yeah, so we were watching that. Yeah, and um, we're getting off topic. Simping. Yeah. Anyway, so with Matthew Lillard, I was always like, oh yeah, his career, whatever. Him and Thirteen Ghosts is brilliant. Freddie Prince Jr. No one thinks of him as career. Sarah Michelle Gellar, unless you've seen a Southland Tales, you just typecast her as Buffy. She, she, at the time, she was very popular as well. I don't know how she was very typecast a, as well. Yeah. yeah, she was Buffy. That was it. Like that's, that's what everyone knows it. her for. Even though yeah. she has done a myriad of sort of TV bits and movies and stuff like that, you know. But they're very sort of lower. She did um, God, audio listeners, is brand new. I'm getting really into obscure films today. She did a movie called Veronica Decides to Die which has my boyfriend, Jonathan Tucker, in it. Um, I love you, Jonathan. I hope you're listening. I watch you on Instagram. That, that's two or three people you told me you love. Jonathan today, right? Tucker <laughs> is... I loved him forever. He's ripped. Good for him. Divorce your wife. Um, <laughs> he's just so happily... No, I'm happy. I'm glad you're married. You're great. You deserve so much more respect than you're getting. But I will say your career, his career is picking off at the moment. He's doing really good TV, TV, movie, uh, TV movie roles. So well done, Jonathan Tucker. Anyway... She did Veronica Decides to Die, and no one has seen that movie because it went straight to DVD, straight to TV. It's a very, very good movie where she plays a very serious role. She tries to kill herself. She's a big CEO of a fashion company. She goes into a loony bin. There's numerous great actors in it, Jonathan Tucker. Um, and then I was like, oh, she can do so much more. But then, like, she's in Scooby-Doo, and she's so perfect for it, and she doesn't need to do anything else. She should just play Daphne forever. Yeah, that's I can it. See, yeah. She doesn't she need did make a good And Freddie yeah. Prince Jr., obviously being a husband in real life, just needs to play Fred forever. I, I think, I know everyone says Matthew Lillard as, as Shaggy is the best role in that. No, Freddie Prince Jr. as Fred. Uh, I, I think I, Fred's gay. He's he's not. He's not. I uh, looked this up. Is he's he actually, bisexual? He's no, not, I looked not. it up and it said he was gay. Uh, from, from the, I've done a lot of research on this. I have Hang a book. Hang on. Hey, Google. Stop asking Google. <laughs> is Fred from Scooby-Doo a homosexual? Let's see what she says. According to Wikipedia, in a 2012 R, I am a Shaggy Rogers actor Matthew Lillard additionally revealed that the original cut of the 2002 Scooby-Doo film had Fred be revealed to be gay, hence why he always wore an ascot tie. 
and that Freddie Prinze Jr. have portrayed... That's, okay, Google, stop. That's so in the movie. In, in the uh, TV series, because people thought he was gay, they actually mm. did have him in a relationship with Daphne. I want him to be gay. No one wears an ascot and is straight. It's 70 years old. People want to... He was wearing an ascot in the 2002 movie. Yeah, because they wanted to stick with the original. I like how no. in um, so this obviously obviously we're saying there's a, there's a second one which I haven't I can't remember it. We did watch it. And I can't remember it. Monsters I, Unleashed. Uh, nice. You're welcome. <laughs> I remember how cool I thought. I again, so, you know, audio listeners, we all know I'm a fashion simp. I love costume design so much. It's fantastic. I wish it was my job just dressing people, you know, da 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 da, da. I used to organize uh, rich people's fashion uh, clothes in their house. It was brilliant. But aside from that job being fantastic, like, uh, I love when they dress them up more modern. And uh, Fred is wearing a puka shell necklace, which is so gross. And like any man who wore puka shells and flip flops, <laughs> you uh. should be killed. Plus, I really like <laughs> saying the necklace name. Say puka shell. A puka shell. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? I do. I remember exactly what you're I talking about. I bet yeah. you had one. Oh, no, I didn't. Thank God no. I'd have killed you. I've um, known uh, Luke. They had that in the first movie. Yeah, but in the second one, they also they all look trendy. Look, uh, you wore a plastic headband, so you're not to be spoken about. I have long hair. Of course I wore it. Just Skin. cut your hair. Uh, no, I wasn't feeling that. Ugh, long hair on Ugh. men is gross. I saw a picture of my friend the other day. Uh, he's a friend of mine who has very long hair now. And every time I see him, I'm like, cut your hair. And I saw a picture of him and I out playing golf, which was another time for another story. And he looked lovely with his short back and sides. And I went, oh, I was so angry. I felt like ringing him up. Saying, just cut it off. <laughs> Like my my just invasion of people's. I don't like long hair on men. If we could, but other people do. Who are those people? Other people, but you. Right. Well, there's a bunch of fat women out there who like men with beards. Okay. And I don't want to hear about it. Okay. You know when men have huge beards, and I, I do they know. Put... Yeah, like the Viking beards. Oh, go home. So I like my some men... people could find it quite attractive. Oh, it's, some... it's a trendy thing right now. Well, when have I ever followed a trend? Never in my life because I'm an innovator and a forward thinker. <laughs> Look, if I had my way, it would be like the 1950s. Everyone would have short back and sides and we've just come out of the war and we're just having an economy boost. I don't have time for these men. If you had it your way, this would be a dictatorship. I'm a socialist. <laughs> You're a dictator. Did I tell you what I came up with my socialist town when I was driving? Audio listeners, I went for a uh, audition with a very bougie band and I'm in it now and they've got millions of dollars backing them and I went to this like million dollar recording studio. Not the point, but on the way there, I came up with the idea for my socialist... Um, Dictatorship. No. <laughs> kibbutz. And I'm going to call it Blistopia, right, sponsored right. by Timpsons. Okay. Because Timpsons is brilliant. Is Timpsons actually going to sponsor it? Though? Don't be like that. They're the number one employer of convicts in the UK. Mm. Plus, you get two weeks paid holiday for the caravan site of your choice that they pay for. You get your birthday off every year, which is not taken out of annual leave. And if you have children, every year, you and your partner are allowed to have, if you both went for the company, obviously, the first day of school back off, completely on the company, not taken out of your annual leave. Timpsons, I love you. Give me a job. I constantly am on your job updates. I don't want to work for the capitalist companies I work for anymore. No, I do. I like my. I like certain places I work, but I want to work for you. Give me the burgundy apron. I want to work for Timpsons. I want to work. I like ex-cons. They're colourful people. A lot of my friends are ex-cons. We are talking about Scooby Doo. Basically, <laughs> I find convicts. Them... Yeah, there are convicts oh, in Scooby Doo. That's a lovely go around. There we go. Regular people are so boring. They're so boring. And I don't want a dictatorship. I'm just saying if I run a socialist kibbutz, Blistopia sponsored by Timpsons, 
then if there needs to be any guidance, then it will come from me. <laughs> Dictatorship within the socialist community. I watched documentaries about Nazis again the other day. Again. Dictatorship. <laughs> and I thought to myself, well, I wouldn't go that far. How far would you go? Not as far as the final solution. Oh, and if well. you know what that means, then uh, that's really extreme. Yeah, that's quite extreme. Do you know what the final solution was? Uh, no, but if it's you're saying it's extreme, then it's going to be, isn't the it? The final solution was at the end where they were like, we got no money, but we got tons of Jews. What are we going to do with them? And if you've got no money, you've got nothing for them to build anymore, which was the point of the worker camps. You know, they were building, you know, this, that and the other and doing all the jobs and stuff. And once they ran out of money and Hitler had just done too much cocaine, I assume, they just went, the final solution was, um, I learned the German word for it and now I've forgotten it. So I didn't learn it. This information that I saw and didn't retain. And um, Scheißengruppen or something, which was the name of the Jews that were then involved in the final solution. So they employed Jews to, well, not employed them, forced them to by gunpoint, to carry out the final solution, which was basically the mass killing of that's, the Jews. That's what I thought it would be, yeah. Yeah, so basically before people would be picked out from the trains at Dachau and Auschwitz and what have you and they would get to the point where they extradited everyone from Hungary which was a lot of Jews which was kind of the last leg of it and then they just were like we got nowhere to put you just gas them just gas them straight away and oh, then this you... went bleak from Scooby-Doo oh yeah Scooby-Doo <laughs> so here was the question that I'm going to relate that to apart from me watching that <laughs> I watch a lot about the Nazis I like to remind myself that um, humanity is literally the worst thing in the world and I think people who don't believe in history are insane because history is bound to repeat itself unless you learn from it uh, so I like to regularly watch Nazi stuff so I can go well I'm kind of never really going to trust the government like you know don't seem that nice uh Jordan. Also, me and Jake talk about it a lot, which is nice. We're big history people. What was I saying? Yeah. So, if the Nazis were around at the time of Scooby-Doo, I reckon they'd have caught them. You reckon Scooby-Doo would have caught the Nazis? Scooby-Doo would be yeah. gnawing off Hitler's ankle. You'd <laughs> 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 sniff him out in the bunker. Yes, 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 yes. If you don't know, obviously, uh, all your listeners, at the end of the war, during the final solution while that was going on, Hitler was hiding in a bunker in uh, Berlin because he's such a powerful man. He had to hide underground where you couldn't smoke a cigarette. What a lame-o. I'd have puffed loads of fags around that man. Anyway. I honestly um, don't believe that Fred's traps are really No, it's not about Fred's traps. It's about Scooby-Doo being a big dog and he'd be sniffing around the top, yeah? And he'd go, and he'd point with his paw <laughs> and then that's where you would know the entrance to the bunker is and then the Russians would have gone down and like, pew, pew, pew him. Come yeah. on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I bet sure. you any money they did that episode because they did it in the 60s, which is only what, like 20 years old? I think there was actually the... an episode with uh, like Germans and Nazis in it as well. Hey, Google. No, I'm no stop asking Google. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Yeah, there must have been. And then they pull off Goebbels' face and it's not really Goebbels, it's Starling and everyone's like, Ooh! but then it wouldn't make any sense because the Russians are trying to be powers at this point. Oh, audio listeners, hydration alert. I'm getting a bit like I need some. What are you drinking? What's your soup? Cherry Coke. I thought that made you feel unwell. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but I, I still care. enjoy it, so I'm going to do it. Mm. Audio listeners, um, I'm drinking budget water today. Which is less poisonous than the water I consumed yesterday. Well, I thought you weren't into capitalism. <laughs> what is this episode? It's terrible so far. Wow. What other Rude. ones did we watch? John? <laughs> <laughs> we watched the WWE one, man. Oh. John Cena was in it. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. So me and Luke um, 
watch WWE a lot. We're both WWE fans. I used to watch WWE with my pals. They grew out of it because they had kids. Lame. I found out it was fake. Nah, we always knew it was fake. Probably when <laughs> Brazango were on it. <laughs> yeah, what mm. is that? Fashion police. Um, a tag team about fashion police. Anyway, tag so I used to watch it with these lovely pals of mine. And now they've grown out of it because they're being lame-os. Sorry if you're listening, and I, I know you know who I, you are, and I love you desperately, but I wish we were watching WrestleMania together every year like we used to and have a party. Um, but uh, luckily I met you, you're into WWE. I love the WWE. And my other WWE friends moved away to Gillingham, so that was very specific and sad. Sad times, yeah. Sad times, I lost no, them with WWE. No more WWE for you. But we watched WWE, and so the first one we watched together was the Scooby-Doo WWE one, and it was brilliant. And to be fair, even though it's not like something that I'm going to watch... What about? I'm not going to watch again and again and again or anything. I get why it's marketable because WWE in America is absolutely massive. It's huge. It's yeah, huge. No. I mean, they have more viewers for WrestleMania than they do the Super Bowl most years. Um, yeah. It's huge. It's absolutely yeah, it's massive. massive. And, you know, they've managed to get WrestleMania now to a two day event. It's that popular and people are tuning in. You can buy like WWE Christmas ornaments. Like, it's a thing over there. And so, obviously, you're combining two huge franchises. And also, as well, I think it's really good that they did that because people kind of go, oh, well, that's a bit of a sellout, cop out doing like um, collaborations, if you will. But if, think about it. You've got little kids. And you got to watch a movie. You know, the dad generation, the ones watching WWE, and then they, you know, the kids yeah, are then nice watching. Crossover, isn't it? Yeah, you and then the kids are watching Scooby Doo. Yeah, and then they also did it with Kiss, the band. So that's again the same thing. You know, they're appealing. And although I hate Disney, I do get why Scooby Doo are doing it because Disney do that thing where they put a, a smidge of adult humor in. Yeah, they do have some hidden jokes the, in there. Yeah, yeah because they know that mums and dads are sitting there having to watch these movies with their kids and so it's like a little nod to them like hey we know you're here we know you're watching we're going to give a little something to you and i think that by having people like kiss and wwe come into scooby-doo some people might go oh this is a capitalist sellout but at the same time i think it's scooby-doo as a company's way of giving a nod to the parents and saying like hey here's a little thing for you because we know you're having to sit through this okay yeah but you also got to think fred and daphne who is gay and isn't (laughs) giant dog and stoners and kind of thing so he's not a stoner apparently he was oh. seen as a stoner, but he's actually just a goofy guy. So the TV show was made in the 60s where yeah. you had yeah. like Woodstock o- obviously, and the wave of it. Obviously he when it was started, it was like a stoner. He was not meant to be a stoner. He's just meant to be a goofy guy. That's not true. You it know totally he's a stoner. You're slapping. Oh. Yes, I'm having a slap. Audio listeners, Luke is the third guest on the show who's made notes. Well, I'm a nervous guy. Okay. Where this did you, what did you do? Get your little book out. I've got my little book out. So what did you write about him being a stoner? I was just Googling it. And oh, you uh, said earlier something about how they came up with Scooby-Doo. Ah. And I said, don't tell me. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will tell you, yeah. Yes, tell yes, you. yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. Your book's a Zelda book. Nerd. <laughs> damn right I'm a nerd. <laughs> no, tell me the little it's thing. Nice tell little me the, book, It's right? a nice book. It's very nice. It yes. is a nice book. Uh, it's actually a Frank Sinatra song. Frank Sinatra. Your mum's a Frank Sinatra song. Oh, she could be, yeah, very smooth. Your dad's in Scrooge Jeepers Creepers. He's not in Jeepers Creepers. Oh, we're going to talk uh, about that in a minute. Yeah, go for it. Uh, there's he a, there's, is. It's not. Sorry, I'm sorry. Please, please do carry right, on. I'm okay, interrupting right. you. So there's a Frank Sinatra song called "Strangers in the Night." You've heard it. Strangers in the night. It's beautiful Exchanging glances. And apparently, he's quite into scatting. Um, scat that's when that. you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Poop on people in porn. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> We're not talking about that. Um, That's literally what it is. Scatting is a jazz, it's also singing term. Yes, yeah. And uh, he I'm says, a musician, everyone. He says in one of his scats about uh, doobie doobie doo, which was then misheard as scooby doobie doo. And then also became doobie doobie doo. Where, where are, are you? you got some work to do now. What was the song we were singing the other day and you and I were doing something really asinine? I think we were watching Scooby Doo and then all of a sudden we just. Vanessa Carlton's A Thousand Miles. Yeah. <laughs> and we were all just going to do it and I was like if I could fall into the sky would you think <laughs> anyway it was a beautiful rendition as well I, I was good we were... you know I I'm not saying that yeah. you said you weren't going to do the Bane impression and then you did uh, it oh yeah I did yeah uh. idiot do you know Corey's <laughs> coming on to do an episode if he gets more cookies from the dog than I do, I'm coming back here. Corey's coming on. We're going to do the Blair Witch because he's terrified oh. of the Blair Witch. That's oh, a good movie. No, it's not. It do you remember when we watched the Blair Witch it, 3? It, no, that's not a good movie. That was terrible. That was the shocking. next day, I threw that in the bin. Oh, really? I'm you not kidding you. It. You can go and look at my movies. I liked I, the I first one. The first one's absolutely... Oh. The first one is one of the sit, greatest movies ever down. made. Sit back down. <laughs> Audio listeners, I have this thing with the Blair Witch Project where the movie is what the movie is. The movie is fantastic, but I am obsessed with how they made that movie and if you don't know how they made, made that movie I don't want to ruin it for you please go and read it just google like what the actors went through when they made the Blair Witch Project it's absolutely fantastic so when you watch the movie with that in mind it's so stimulating it's so brilliant and the second one Book of Shadows it's such a 2002 movie I could scream like it's so I mean the Marilyn Manson music <laughs> intro is so funny and just there's Nickelback there's Nickelback on the soundtrack oh you've ruined it for me already don't just be like saying, that the first album like wasn't Nickelback. that bad it wasn't that bad have you listened to the first album The State in 1999 <laughs> I have not all the way through but well, I've you listened to Bissabee do I need to go home and listen to Nickelback to be perfectly honest I don't like anything Nickelback did apart from the 1998 or 1999 album The State which was a good thing every now it's very cheesy rock. but what are we talking about anyway the Nickelback is playing <laughs> oh let's watch Blair Witch 2 should we just Second. leave this podcast right to go now. watch Book of Shadows you've got a spare TV just pop it on in the background Book of Shadows is brilliant though because I'm talking about things I mean Craig and it's a very good movie Corey's coming on okay where were we Corey's coming on if he's this stealing cookies, to do with Scooby Doo. So talk about Blair Witch. Oh, oh, you woke the dog up. <laughs> <laughs> She's alive. Oh yeah, so Scooby Doo's named after Frank Sinatra song. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. What other well, lyrical? Well, I've notes. got a lot of little. Lyrics. Oh, so what was the other one we watched? We watched um, Return to Zombie Island. We did. Which yeah. I didn't know there was two of. I should have guessed yeah, by we, the title. Yeah. Return. But I thought maybe that like they were going to talk about a case where someone else had been there and then they went. Or it had been in the TV series and then they've just made a yes. film out of it. So but. now, um, Scooby-Doo Zombie Island was one of the very... Uh, it was a bit earlier. Yeah, one of the earlier I think ones. it was in the 90s. Uh, and it was like your four legs, oh, obviously. Smacking things around you. I told you specifically not to do Yeah. Um, not very good at listening, apparently. Why won't you eat your big gummy? Well, I'm talking to you. But I want to see you bite it. You'll see it later. Also, the I'm thing not going to bite off his head for the it. The thing <laughs> is with the big gummy uh-huh. is you've kind of got to eat it in one go, haven't you? Because how are you going to repackage this? The audio listeners, the big gummy bear, the berry tasty. It's a blister pack. It's in a blister pack. Thank you. I didn't know the term. So once you've opened this bad boy, this uh, 357 calorie bad boy. Um, that doesn't make any difference to me, by the way. I'm, I'm a fatty, so it does. I just have to do a lot of walking. <sighs> you don't walk anywhere. Precisely. Um... <laughs> Scooby-Doo. I'll bite off his head later. All right. No, you have to swallow it in one go. Not like some kind of pelican. Uh, ew. <laughs> That's very Scooby-Doo of you. You're welcome. Um, what were we saying? Scooby-Doo. Return to Zombie Island. Thank you. We did the second movie. Ah, my ADHD hurts. I had to tell the band on Saturday that I have ADHD. Oh, that was an awkward conversation. Not really. No. Oh. Worked out right, didn't it? He turned to me. He said, "Well, how do you cope with band practices?" And I just went, "Not well." <laughs> they go and hire me, and they want me in the band. I said that I can do things for two to three hours, but I need to not do things for, for two, two to three hours. Two to three hours. Yeah. I have to have other stimuluses have a and break. things. But you know, have I said, I, "Yeah, yeah." I'll just I said, "I'll just go do something else. I'll, I'll kick a tree or something," which is terrible because I like trees. I would never kick then a why tree. Would you ki- why, why would did you I say, say that? that? Why did I say that? I would. There was a cat at the studio, and it was a Bengal, and I played with that, and I picked it up. I gave it scoops, and its little back legs were like when I picked it up. It was brilliant. Anyway, uh, yeah, good. The cat entertained <laughs> me. Um, I told them I had ADHD. They were fine with it. They still want me in the band. Um, well, that's what's all right, then, isn't it? I'm a star. (laughs) 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 While I'm a celebrity, um, you laugh now, audio listeners, but soon I will... Have your dictatorship. Queen Horizon, we're on Instagram. There's no pictures of me yet because I literally only got hired on Saturday, but October 30th, we're having a photo shoot before the EP release of me in it. So, But yeah, go look us up on on Instagram. Queen Horizon is the new band that I'm drumming for everyone. Please go and enjoy our music. Um, None of which I'm on yet, but please go and enjoy it. It would mean the world to us if you supported us. Not the point. Um, Return to Zombie Island. I don't really remember watching what happened in this movie. Um, they there was pirates. The pirate oh. ghost and they had to find the... Uh, yes, yes, you tell me. Di- di- dig the treasure up and the pirate ghost weren't actually ghosts. They were zombies, hence the zombie island thing. Then they had that cats, all the cats on the uh, oh, islands. Oh, yeah. They turned to the cat people and attacked the pirates. And I remember saying to you, there was a 1940s film called Cat People, which is much better than this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but is it animated and does it have Scooby doing it? It's a black and white film noir. You so, ne- so no, you the, anima- the animation's not there. So you would if it's never not animated, watch that movie. Watch. <laughs> you would hate it. So it's a kind of like stupid bougie art thing that I would watch. Um, Maybe it's a crossover. Cat they people, should do that. So basically, what we're taking away from Return <gasps> from Zombie Island is They did a supernatural no- crossover. Oh, that was so no, good. I'm going to summarise Return night. from Zombie Island. It's confusing and I didn't pay attention. Um... I'm sure if we'd watched the first one, because there were so many references to the first one, and we were like, oh, hang yeah, on a minute, this is the second one. Helped. We could. 
I feel like we should just go and find the first one and watch it and then go, oh, okay, I get it now. The also, light bulb thing going on. Also, we watched the, uh, another crossover was, um, you're a supernatural, you're a supernatural yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a one tree hill kind of lady. Uh, the OC yeah. is much better. Don't be like that. My uh, father's uh, in it. My father is in the yeah, OC. Sorry, yeah, no, I was just <coughs> my, my father. <laughs> my father is in the OC. <laughs> Apparently mine's a Jeepers Creepers, so boo to you. Let's do that. Let's do <laughs> no, this quickly. No, 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 we're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to keep everyone on their edge of their seats <laughs> hold on to your socks audio listeners because they're gonna fly off in a minute <laughs> number one my dad is in the oc my father in real life was not around um he was busy being a millionaire somewhere else without me and while i was living in crack dens and being impoverished as you can see this was fair i decided that my father was sandy cohen from the oc because he's such a good dad in that show and i learned and it sounds really sad but i learned a lot of life lessons from him Thank you so much, Sandy Cohen, Peter, whatever your name is in real life. You were a good dad to me. Now, I recently realized with the up and coming release of um, Jeepers Creepers, I think it's four, the resurrection movie. I don't know what it's called. I think it's, it's just Jeepers. The new Jeepers Creepers is coming out. Um, that it's Luke's father. Dad looks nothing like the guy from Luke's Jeepers Creepers. Luke's father looks and dresses exactly like the man from Jeepers Creepers. Now, if you've seen Jeepers Creepers, you're thinking, hang on a minute. Does that mean he has wings and a face that comes out like those velociraptors on Jurassic Park? No. Think about when the Jeepers Creepers guy is just dragging dead bodies and chucking them down the chute. That's your father. You're giving away all these secrets now. You, you We da- don't have a chute. Oh, he has that thing that you said. Wow, that's... <laughs> that's <laughs> so <fake. laughs> <laughs> the back house yeah yeah it's got the little house in the back what yeah. do you think he's doing in there then oh, probably having a nap we're in lockdown apparently Luke's father renovated some back house it's really good in there I reckon they have but there's, there's no shoot there's no shoot look you don't know that the Jeepers Creepers guy has a shoot it just looks like something in his guy anyway you look, don't know that my dad was Jeepers Creepers you don't know that you're, you've never seen Jeepers Creepers if we watched I've seen, the bo- I've seen enough pictures from Jeepers Creepers you've, do you've waved them in my face a number of times it doesn't do it justice right you have because they come up there I've noticed that they come from like the second and the third movie where they spruced him up a little bit if you watch Jeepers Creepers 1 yeah. so you're trying to say my dad hasn't been spruced up your dad looks homeless wow <laughs> Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad's never going to listen to this, so my, it doesn't my, matter. My mum would probably agree with you as well, but... He wears Velcro shoes. He's lazy. I can't talk about that. <laughs> anyway, so I've met your dad, only, you know, and... Have you? No. Oh, right. You just have those massive framed pictures of him above your bed. <laughs> Ew, wouldn't that be so gross? What? Anyway, your dad... <laughs> In the first movie is the guy from Jeepers Creepers. They dress the same. They look the same. They drive around killing people in the same way. Your dad's in Jeepers Creepers. I don't know why you don't want to believe in it. Well, believe when I see it. Yeah, we'll watch Jeepers Creepers 1. You go, oh, look, daddy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and your dad's in Jeepers Creepers. Now, when we go and see him in his new movie, I think that they've done too many digital effects and your father isn't. That He's going to be even more spruced up, has he? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm tux. saying. Like, <laughs> I would love to see the Jeepers Creepers go in a tux. That would be well good. Imagine Photo- like... Photoshop it. Oh, I'm going to do that. But like, what I'm saying is like Jeepers Creepers came out in like 2001 where it was like a really minimal budget movie. It's like a... It's, it's kind of like Jewel. It's like two kids in a car for most of the film. It's actually a very good movie. Jeepers Creepers is underrated. The rest are trash. But the first one, if you think about the premise... It's, it's pretty good. Hey, go watch um, it. My dad gets royalties. <laughs> yeah, your dad's in it. Um, budget 
it's really depressing to say, but budget Jeepers Creepers is your dad more than expensive Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> I have a budget dad. So not even uh. like, you know, your dad's in a movie where you can't be like, yeah, he's like the nice CGI version. Your dad's like the budget one from the beginning of uh, the franchise. I'm kind of hoping that's the best one. It's the best movie, oh, yeah. There you go, yeah. I've seen the third one and he just killed a bunch of teens on a school bus and I was like, this is trash. Because like, like within the first ten minutes of the movie, they unveil him. Like I know at that point that we know the Jeepers Creepers guy exists. But like he came out like full force with his wings out. And in the first movie, Magpie, in the first movie, like you don't see the Jeepers Creepers guy like in his gross form for ages. You see him in the clothes that your dad wears. Um, so you know you don't know about it, but in the first movie he was like, and in the third one it was, it's you know as we always say in horror, you know it's it's all about the, sus- the suspense, and it's about you know being afraid of what's out in the woods or being afraid of what's next to you, but you don't know and you can't tell. I could get dad to watch the uh, listen to this podcast. Why? Because he's in Jeepers Creepers. Because he's gonna be in Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. He's gonna hate me. Nah, he won't hate you. He just. <laughs> Just admits that he's in Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, he probably would. This yeah. is it. It's going to come out to your mom. Your, fa- your family's going to get divorced. It's going to be the breakdown of the it's home. A, some kind of intervention for your Jeepers Creepers. <sighs> when does he... F- hey, Google. <laughs> How often does the guy from Jeepers Creepers need to eat? 23 days every 23rd spring. According to Villains Wiki, fandom, the Creeper is the titular main antagonist of the Jeepers Creepers horror film franchise. So every 23 days in the 23rd spring, which I don't get how that works out. What does that mean? You do math. When's your dad killing? He <laughs> never kills. 23 days of the 23rd spring. So that's be 23 years. On so the 23rd day. On the 23rd day. So he can only kill for one day. Yeah. Man, he doesn't. Your dad must be. You remember when he used that's to. That's why you never catch him, isn't he? You remember when your dad used to work on P&O? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. That's what he was doing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> how long every did, day. How long did your dad work for P&O for? Uh, a couple of years, not twenty three years. Not, definitely not twenty three years. <laughs> Where did your no. dad work before he worked for PO? Uh, I can't remember. Oh, for crying out loud. I know where my dad worked before I was even born. GlaxoSmith and Klein. Fantastic. Thanks. Uh, it's because <laughs> I have investment in people's lives. I know. So where I can here. dox him on my podcast uh, twenty three years later. <laughs> I know where he worked. But point was was in, was there certain points in spring where he had to work overnight no, no. there was no. did he have a night job is why Marcy no no was... he did not have a night job he worked at 9 to 5 in London that's why he took the job on P&O so he could be gone for longer hours for the 23rd day of spring killing he couldn't keep it from your mother with an office job he had to have an excuse who oh. works on the boats <laughs> okay. oh All sorry right. Connor's mum uh, Connor's, Connor's mum that's, 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 that's your dad's name ew he dated his mum no what's your mum's name Chris Sorry, Chris. <laughs> Dad's name is his mum. Sorry, Chris. I've just got to go on the boats for ages because he could go on the boats. He wasn't boats on there for mine. 23 years, though, was he? Yeah, but he could have been on there for 24 hours, which is when he was doing the he killing. He wasn't on there. And you can't. What if the boat got stuck in the sea? Because well, boats are in the sea. Yeah, it's, it's a boat. It belongs Audio listeners, I've become scared of boats. Fascinating news. <laughs> and on that note. Where were we? We were talking about Scooby Doo <laughs> and the crossovers. Oh, yeah, we watched the Supernatural yeah, we one did, before yeah. we got to Jeepers Creepers. I watched that again last night. What? I love that episode. That was a really good episode, yeah. I'm an OC lady. Luke's a, a Supernatural boy. That's cool. Um, Supernatural's all right. Um, and then he was like, there's a Scooby-Doo version. And I was like... 
I think it's transported into the TV. I'm going to be... And I honestly... To be honest, I was, you know, being polite because there's nothing worse than when you want to watch something with someone and they're like, ooh, that sounds... And you're kind of like, oh, you're kind of diminishing the thing I'm enjoying and and you feel bad and no one likes it. And I think we should give everything a chance. And I, in my head, was like, I think this is going to suck. But obviously... (laughs) Because no one wants to feel that way. I was like, okay, yeah, let's watch it. You know, I th- it's, it's important to... If someone... I think if someone has the passion to show you something, then you should relay that passion because it means something to someone and that's important to them. And I think if you want to share things about your life with people, then you really care and stuff like that. And it's a passion project. So I was like, okay, we'll watch this. It was the best episode of Supernatural I've uh, ever really watched. Funny, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best episode ever. Like I've never had the craving to go back and rewatch episodes of Supernatural. Like I, I've enjoyed it, and like you know, it's it is what it is. But I'm not like a oh, man. I've got to watch Supernatural again. I would rewatch that episode like seven times. Yeah, it was very good. It's yeah, so good. So the Supernatural boys get sucked into. I can't explain it. You know so much yeah, more, but please it, explain it. Because I'm not going to talk about something you're really good at knowing with about. There's a cursed object in the TV. So he got sucked into the TV. And, and it was your dad in the TV. Scooby Carry on. It's not Jeepers Creepers. Right, we've had this conversation. Nope. <laughs> and uh, they turn end up being animated and in an episode of Scooby-Doo. Baller. Yeah, it was pretty good. And their cars in it. And the I remember they have the car rivalry yeah. because Supernatural's famous for their Plymouth that they drive. And obviously Scooby-Doo is famous for... The mystery, the mystery machine. machine. Yeah, their little race off. The little <laughs> race, which is well, so good. But it's a it's a, car, a cartoon, it? so the mystery machine is always going to win because it's the main main thing in the. Uh, do in you know what show. I liked about it is because I think that there there are certain elements of supernatural where they're kind of goofy anyway, especially it is a goofy, what, it's a goofy with, series. The one with the not long hair, Dean. Dean. I like him because I don't, I don't like long hair on men. Yeah. So I've completely devised which one. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sam, I'm sorry, but Sam's hair, 90% of the time on Supernatural is so aggravating. Like whoever was the stylist on that show and like was doing hair and makeup rather, sorry, run a GHD through it because for God's sake, put some hot oil on it for God's sake. It's like so puffy. He looked like he had my mum's bob in the 80s where it was an in thing to, you know, back comb and blow dry and have really puffy hair. And I'm just watching the show just going, come on, like this looks ridiculous. Just put some oil in it. Just slick it a little bit. You would think after fighting loads of monsters and blood and everything going everywhere, it wouldn't, wouldn't be so poofy. It's so poofy. It's very poofy. I cannot deal with it. Think Rory Culkin in Scream 4. His hair was a nightmare in that movie and I simp hard for Rory Culkin so bad and I just kept watching that movie going you're a hair dude it's worse than the uh, golden sun glow they gave the entire filter of that goddamn movie Scream 4 is terrible but Rory Culkin <sighs> I run out of breath talking about Rory Culkin <laughs> have a little shout there um 90% of my life um true. but yeah I I just I love the episode yeah, it was, and it was I, a good episode I love many. that with the fact that you know Jensen Ackles and everyone like that they're kind of goofy characters anyway Supernatural is I swear to god the whole thing is meant to be satirical and no one gets it but it's kind of a goofy show um, and I think that the, the the fact that Scooby-Doo is goofy as well it kind of pokes fun at itself and as I said you've got like you know the egotistical uh, Fred and the, the hippie stereotype and the nerdy uh, girl and the girl yeah you've got girl. all the stereotypes you've got all the stereotypes and that's kind of the thing and the Scooby-Doo does poke fun at that later on in you know in its longevity of its career it started to poke fun at that now which I find really enjoyable because Fred 
Come on, he's gay. He's gay. He's he doesn't know gay. he's gay. And even if he's not, if they're not portraying him as gay, they're portraying him as this proper Chad. Yeah, he's got Chad. 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 We're playing this Babe. game, audio listeners, called Babe. The Quarry. And um, there's <laughs> this guy in it and he's really dumb. And he looks really sort of like vague. And every time something happens to his girlfriend, he's like, babe. Babe. And every time we see him come on screen, we're like, Chad. Babe. Chad. Everything's Chad. got a Babe. question mark at the end. Chad. Babe. We need to finish that. Did we not finish it? No, we've got one last chapter. Oh, we best get We suck at that game. Um, uh, oh, yeah, all right. When the people. lady, when the tarot card lady comes uh, out and like literally for four chapters, she was like, you <laughs> I hate you. You haven't found anything. <laughs> and I have to Google where they are so we can wait, wait, find it. We <laughs> suck so hard. Anyway, so, you know, yeah, they have this child energy and, and, you know, jock kind of energy and they play on it. And I think that the having Supernatural, again, another really good choice of collabs on the behalf of Scooby-Doo or Supernatural, whoever came up with it. Either way, Scooby-Doo has put their name to really perfect collaborations. And if you haven't seen that episode, it's on Amazon Prime. Do go and watch it. It's a perfect example. And it's, do you know what I think is really good about it? And it it does go to show, it speaks volumes as well for how Scooby-Doo has had such longevity is they keep up with the times. The character, yeah, yeah, the character development, even though, and this was the point I was trying to make before I started saying Chad. 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 Babe. 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 Are you a werewolf, babe? Babe. 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 (laughs) He's so dumb in that game. Let me just bite you, babe. Audio listeners, if you've played the quarry, hello. You know what we're talking about. <laughs> you know the guy we're talking about. He's really dumb. Um, everyone who's played it's just like, yeah, yeah. Chad. Chad. Uh, no one in the game's called Chad. I, I, I can't remember his real name either. Hey, Google. No, I'm not going to do it. Um, yeah, this is something I was going to say for Scooby-Doo because we need to round it up. Nah, whatever. We're not at my longest episode yet. Oh, 22 a, minutes. I'm sure there's lots to talk about. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Chad? Babe. This is not doing 22 minutes of just Chad and Babe. He's so dumb in that game. He's pretty dumb. He's, the thing is, though, actually, I take that back. This is a gaming podcast now. Welcome to the show. <laughs> we just talk about the quarry. Um, he's not that dumb. He's just really unexpressive. Do you know what I mean? Because he's quite clever because him and his annoying girlfriend escape from the thing. And in the beginning of the game... He doesn't. She does. He's a werewolf. What more do you want from him? spoilers but in the beginning of the game where the cop is like really weird and he's like hey look maybe we shouldn't go to the camp we should just go to the motel and she's like no i want to go to the camp let's go there yeah but that's only because of the choice we made no because if i watched a playthrough i watched a playthrough with call me kevin big up call me kevin on youtube if anyone loves gaming please go and watch his channel he's got enough subscribers but i don't care he's really funny i really enjoy him um i watched his walkthrough and they made the choice where you were to go to, go yeah, to the, the hotel and you go there anyway. Yeah, the game plays itself. Of course you go there because it has, you have to go exactly. there to start the game. But it, our choice wasn't necessarily to go straight there. If we'd listened to Chad, we wouldn't have gone there, babe. But, but Chad. we would have gone because the game wants you to go there. I love Chad. And he still would have turned into a werewolf. I love how his mouth is always open. Oh, babe. Oh, babe. flies. She like gets like injured and stuff and he's like, babe. You alright? Like, you just like right, so fucking... Oh, I swore! Oh! <laughs> to be fair, I didn't say the full word, so I might not edit it out. <laughs> so flipping deadpan. <laughs> Flippity flip sides. What were we talking about? Crossovers. Oh, God, yes. I was, I, was, I, was, I was making up a really good point. Yeah, the Scooby-Doo crossover was supernatural. My boss, once again. I'm sorry that my podcast is this terrible. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Every, every episode, he's like... 
Oh, it's such a nice. And then there's like Ian and Chris doing their Fanzonia. If that's how you pronounce it, I probably did it really wrong. And it's like a brilliant, ep- brilliant episodes where they talk Very about concise and concise. And we have another episode, another another one called Gay. Actually, I'm sure they talk about like brilliant things. We have a period drama podcast coming up, everyone. Um, I'm not too sure of who's going to be on it. I'm sounding really terrible now, but that is going to be coming. If you're into period movies, um, period period podcast drama. Anyway, uh, and then there's mine. Yeah, it's got a bit nuts sometimes. The dregs of the show. (laughs) Anyway, I had a point. If you hire me and I have ADHD and you give me a platform to talk, then you get what you get. It's their problem, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's your fault, Chris. (laughs) It's your fault. I'm paying you in love. Gummies. Oh, I love a gummy. I'm having a gummy now. Which one are you having? Uh, Do it. Go on. No. Yes. Yes. Oh, all your listeners, he's reaching. He's reaching for the apple flavor bear, the big bear. I like apple Enjoy the pun. I, Enjoy I've the, already enjoyed the, the pun. The berry time. pun. It's very good. It's apple flavor. It is apple. It cost me a pound. Well, I can't get into it. Um, oh. I've got a knife if you it's want right. one. I popped the pack. Oh, Val's awake. Oh. So while um, he opens the gum, oh. can I look at it? There's a little packet inside. Oh. That's how you speak. As I was saying, I think that uh, Scooby Doo's done very well to um, constantly adapt with the times and make their characters interchangeable and malleable. <laughs> gross gummy that's disgusting can i sniff it no let me smell it first please i can't i can't eat so i want to smell oh you hit me in the face ew that's let me touch it i've got clean hands look at his sad face he took a big bite he ate the face of it was it delicious was it everything you dreamed of don't put it back you meant to eat the whole thing why it's too big that was the plan it looked to be fine so i bit off his eyes oh Rila Kuma's shook because you ate a bear. <laughs> and Rila Kuma's a bear. Yeah, just watch. Oh. Just watch Rila Kuma. Papa Kuma. Big Papa Kuma will kick you. Yeah, I'm sure he will. Um, it's terrifying. Scooby-Doo's done very well to, to have a franchise, to have a uh, franchise rather, sorry, to have a, a, a show and, and films and these spin-offs that have lasted so long. And I think one of the reasons for it personally, from my point of view, is they're very good at adapting to the times. They're very good at um, working with the audience and, and, and you know. They have something for everyone. They have something for everyone, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. And, you know, and as I said, in the same way as Disney, they have the, the nod towards comedy towards the adults and, and they keep they keep refreshing themselves for the younger generation. People are saying that the new version of Scooby-Doo is terrible because of the animation. Well, there I've was a, yeah, they've done, redone the animation. Weird, it doesn't look as mangry good. anime style. Yeah, I haven't I like seen it. Um, I haven't seen Scooby yet, which was the movie that came out last year, I believe. It was delayed because of COVID, I think, but it was, it was released in cinemas last year. Um, but apparently, I? people say it was really good. People, you know, uh. had a standard positive review review um and i think the only complaint i've ever really heard about scooby-doo is this new style of animation and knowing scooby-doo and having the longevity that a company has like that they would hear the criticism the criticism of the audience yeah and they will go back because you don't keep this kind of you know longevity and rejuvenation and you know moving with the times without listening to your audience without listening to your consumers and I do think that they probably will go back. And, you know, they're doing so well for themselves. And they don't seem to show any signs of stopping. And I wasn't a person who... I used to watch Scooby-Doo a lot as a kid. Uh, Scooby-Doo is one of my favourites. Uh, the cartoons of the Saturday morning, you know, cartoon spiel that we all had. I, I don't know if you felt the same, but... I, I did, and a lot of others did. It was actually... Uh, it's number 10 in the top uh, 10 uh, cartoons, Saturday morning cartoons. What was number time. one? Uh, Simpsons. Of course, my boys. Uh, some of it I really don't agree with, but uh, you know, it is there. I don't know. I quite liked uh, stuff. 
stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all, we all know. Yeah. There a, was a Nickelodeon t- cartoon that I really loved called As Told by Ginger, uh, Our Real Monsters. That was classic. Da- Daria was in there as well. Love Daria. I'm a, I'm a big Daria fan. But then they've put it behind like big, Bob's big, Burgers. Yeah, that's not a Saturday morning cartoon. A South Park is put behind. That's like not a Saturday. Saturday morning cartoon. I'm thinking like Scooby-Doo, Batman the Animated Series. Looney Tunes. Yeah, Looney Tunes, Rugrats, Flintstones, Charlie the Hanna Barbera. Yeah, they're classic stuff, you know. I mean, even into the Nicktoons era, as we were saying, like Angry Beavers, Rugrats and stuff like that, like Scooby-Doo was still like, I remember watching Sky TV and you'd have Nicktoons, as I said, with the classics like Hey Arnold and stuff. And you could go over to Cartoon Network and watch things like Scooby-Doo and Help the Hair Bear Bunch and Wacky Races and things. And so even when we had like much more digitalized media and satellite TV, Scooby-Doo was still holding its own strong, you know, and it, it became something you could access more. And, and now obviously with a lot of straight to DVD home movie releases and lots of things coming out on Amazon and stuff, because Amazon Prime seemed to have a lot of Scooby-Doo movies on there, don't they? We know. Uh, yeah, I think they've got the rights to it now. So they pretty much had everything, but we had to pay for it. So we were like, we can literally go to a charity shop and it buy was it like, for a pound. Buy, buy five for a pound. Like it's usually five DVDs per pound in most charity shops. So you know, um, but if you want all of it there, the catalogue is there. And and I think that this just speaks to the longevity because a company wouldn't be making this much if there wasn't demand. If, like it, if yeah. there's not consumer demand, how are they doing it? And so I think that, you know, of all the Saturday morning cartoons, yes, you could say The Simpsons has had like a really long running longevity, which it has. It's been going since 1986 and that's fantastic for a show. And, you know, I'm a big Simpsons fan, but, you know, Scooby-Doo is... is it's outdone the Flintstones. It's outdone the Jetsons. It's outdone like things like Rugrats. Yeah, it's outdone miles, miles ahead of them. Massive shows that we relate to our youth, and then our parents would have related to their youths watching yeah. things like you yeah, know the Jetsons. Yeah, and Wacky Races. I remember my dad would watch that when he was like, he would tell me about it. Just imagine the guy from Jeepers Creepers just sitting down uh, watching casually. Uh, episode of Scooby Doo. Well, you, why don't you just ring your dad and ask him? I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna see what he likes. <laughs> Can we do it on the podcast? Dad, <laughs> Connor, what do you like? <laughs> um. Anyway, as far from your dad being in Jeepers Creepers, do, do you think? Go no, on, go no you go. I do not think that watching a song like Scooby Doo, which is uh, obviously a, a children's program, does actually prepare you for like later life. So if you yeah, watch it, if you watch Scooby Doo as a kid, and you see that all these. Uh, Horrible things, creatures, ghosts are actually just guys in masks. Would you not then go on to watch a horror movie later and go, it's not real, so you're less scared in real life? What it uh, does, audio listeners, is, is it prepares us for how we all wear masks against the tirade of capitalism and the lies <laughs> that people will give us later in life. Because you think someone's your friend in the workplace, they're not. You think the government's not out to get you, you're an idiot. Just because you're not paranoid doesn't mean they're not listening. And Scooby-Doo has set me up to be a mad person. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that Scooby-Doo is, um, yeah, it's its a very child-friendly introduction to horror. And you've, uh, we look at, again, I'm, I'm, I'm simping and bigging up a lot of YouTubers today. There's a great, uh, it's a great YouTuber. He's a film critic called Ryan, Ryan Hollinger. He's really good. He really studies a lot of really obscure horror and I really enjoy his, he's very good at being a critic. He's very critically interesting. Um, and he spoke about how a lot of people who went to work on in horror films or became critics of horror and stuff like that all cite Scooby-Doo from the beginning, you know? Um, because well, it's, it, yeah, it's yeah, an introduction it's, into it the It is world. an introduction to horror. And I think, you know, millennial generations, you either had Goosebumps, Are You Afraid of the Dark? But you started on Scooby-Doo. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then your parents were on Scooby-Doo and then they probably went on to like The Addams Family and The Monsters and stuff like that. And, you know, as you do as a generational shifts and things. But Scooby-Doo is... is is now still generating, you know, interest for the next generation. Yeah, it's multi-generational, isn't it now? And I mean, for God's sake, they released Scoob last year. 
which was i don't know if it made its box office back i assume it did people really enjoyed it i didn't hear that much bad stuff about it you know it's always it must be hard to be a film critic of children's films um <laughs> do you know what i mean i always wonder that because obviously i i am a critic of of horror predominantly you know in the past i've done varieties of different genres but i've never critiqued uh, a child's film apart from where i've done a couple of throwback thursdays with like power rangers and the mario brothers movies oh. but you know, they're joke. <laughs> it's, it's i'm being joking I'm, it's, it's satirically it's it's funny and stuff like that and, I, and i'm trying to have a comedic relief here and things like that in regards to those those reviews but there are people out there in the world whose film whose whose job like they're paid to talk about kids films in a professional critical manner roger eber would review disney films like professionally and i'm like how are you doing this like this it's is just a, it's a different mindset if you it is a different mindset yeah uh, horror all your life then it's going to be completely different to like comedy or something you can't go and look is, at no, a jim I mean, carrey film go and look at it in the I same mean, way i've had to review comedies i've had to review dramas i've had to review period pieces i've had to review everything like and and even though they may not be my favorite tea you know, I'm still sipping on it and on the joy, joy juice and going for it, you know, but um, I just can't get into the mindset of reviewing like Barney and Friends or whatever. <laughs> I don't think there was a Barney film, was it? Yeah, there's a Barney film. Is it trash? I love Barney. Why? Because he's got really nice teeth. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah. I like Barney. What's wrong with Barney? Um, I bet you like the green one. DJ. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think I've watched enough of it to what? really... Can't, no, I'm not really a Barney fan. But you fan. like the Muppets. Barney's I just a massive Muppet. I do like the Muppets. It's not It's not the same. It's not the same. It's I not like a, Barney. Uh, well, I think he's cute. I'm more of an Oscar the Grouch fan. Oh, you grumpy. Spirit animal. I love Blue's Clues. I mean, no, you love Blue's Clues. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Blue's Clues person. I like to hunt for clues everywhere I go. And when I find them, I just go... What, and you pretended, oh. pretended to be a detective for a month? I can't even say on the podcast what I'm currently doing because that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Audio listeners, every now and then I pretend I have a new religion and or job. Um, currently, I can't say what I'm doing because it's not going to come across well. But uh, before my new current religious role, um, I ran a detective agency. No one believed me, but I was asked by friends to solve crimes, which I think means i had a detective agency also i was a doctor i graduated from hollywood's upstairs medical college which doesn't exist it does exist <laughs> and i graduated from downstairs hollywood detective agency which does college. Exist. no that's upstairs downstairs i went lawyer from... college oh god i was which a lawyer also, for a while. also doesn't exist i forgot i was a lawyer speaking of crimes i have a business card i have a scooby-doo crime Yes, but you're not. You're just trying to deflect away from the fact that I was a lawyer for a while when I printed up a hundred business cards I'm, saying I'm, I was a lawyer, and I handed them out to people. <laughs> yeah, you did do that. Uh, I still have ninety nine more. Yeah, do you want one? Because nobody, <laughs> nobody wants them. What do you want about? I, I, I'm, I'm not. I actually handed I, out quite I, a few during arguments. I would and not have you as my death. lawyer. Oh, you don't know anything about law, and I Nor know. Nor do I'm, you. <laughs> I was once a union rep, and I've watched Law and Order. And I watched all the episodes of Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, which means I know a lot more than you. What was your fact before you diminish uh, me further? <laughs> I was actually talking about a Scooby-Doo crime where they had a, a race through Florida in a mystery machine. That's like that episode of Barbie Life in the Dreamhouse when they do the Amaze Chase and they do a race across the Grand Canyon in their Barbie machine. What, being chased by police? There was a horse. I'm sold. <laughs> sold. There's a horse. Do you not remember when horse. I used to send you memes of the Barbie horse oh, all the yeah, time? Yeah, yeah. Yes. That was a bad time in my life. 
What about the Daniel Beddingfield time? That was even worse. Um, audio listeners, Luke's like to complain about his job. We don't talk about what his job is. We don't want to dox anyone's careers right now. Um, and he used to complain about how hard it was. So I used to send him the music video, I've got to get through this by Daniel Beddingfield. And now... I um, want to die. He wants <laughs> but you got through it. Uh, because of the motivation. <gasps> Maybe my next religion should be motivational speaker. I'm currently busy with the current one, though, which oh, we can't say out loud because people will drag me. I don't know which one I don't like more. You don't like any of them. No, because they're not like, real. Do you remember when I joined North Korea? <laughs> I do remember when I joined North Korea. <laughs> well, since I joined North Korea for a while, because I'm sure you... I, I don't know what I was doing. I still don't know what you're doing. I think... You had, like, three different ones at one point in a no, week. No, I didn't. You did. Oh, when I was Egyptian. And Muslim. That was over Christmas. I was being great. <laughs> I was spreading the love. Oh. I learned loads about being a Muslim. It was interesting. I'm eager to read the Quran. I've read uh, audio listeners. I took it upon myself once to read a lot of religious texts. I wanted to. That's why I knew so much about Church of Latter-day Saints and Mormonism. I found it very interesting. I love to read religious texts. It's very good. The Quran is very beautiful with very beautiful poetry in it. And it's very enjoyable. I have no doubt of that. Just uh, Yes. And uh, you're not a Muslim. I, no, but I was an Egyptian. Do you remember when I was the Horus god? <laughs> yeah, I do remember when you were. Yes, I was a god, and then I joined North Korea, and we all hailed the leader. You hailed the leader. I was not involved in this. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was a detective as well, and a lawyer, and a doctor, and a bunch of other stuff. What was I just going to be? A motivational speaker. Yes, 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 yes. Do you need motivation? <laughs> I'm too busy doing my other religion right now. I saw I've got all the motivation I need. What? The gummy. That's not motivation. That's that's E numbers. It's completely different. Motivation. Should we go to Iceland job. in a minute and you can buy things? I do oh, need to go to Iceland. Stop it. They, don't talk. <laughs> 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 I'm just pointing at you. You know, audio listeners, I have this thing where I don't eat a lot of food and that's my own drag. I, I'm, I'm a raw food vegan, so really I just eat grass. Um... And I like to subsequently make people around me eat. And I follow this fantastic Instagram account called UK Food News. And I just, I thought originally it was funny because the word was news was in it. And I was like, it's not really news, but it is. And now I'm addicted to it. And it's this lovely couple. And I don't know who they are. Big up UK Food News. Your, your, your Instagram page is brilliant. And she goes around all the shops and she finds new releases of food. Oh my God, we need to stop this podcast. Anyway, I'll get to the end. And... Um, I literally find stuff and I know my friends like who are interested in certain things and I ping it to them all the time and they're like, oh my God, cheers, man. I'm going to go and get that. And um, they put one up yesterday for you. Specifically for me. Had my name in it. No, but uh, what I'm saying is it was one of the things that I would send to you, you know, okay. and it was um, Cathedral City. Is that the cheese? The name? That is the cheese. Yeah. Um, pizzas have Naughty. come out now and they had a ham and cheese one. And then there was something else. But they're, 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 they're little mini ones, you know, like a personal pizza size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get them in Iceland. Oh, we'd best go to Iceland then. Do you, are you really going to eat that? Yeah, damn right I'm going to eat Oven it. pizza's disgusting though. What? I don't like an oven pizza. You don't like I mean, anything. I haven't eaten an oven pizza in, I mean, since Henry VIII was in power. I like an oven pizza. Do you? Yes, I I've do. I've got WhatsApp messages. Okay. And every platform I've had messages. Oh, it's my, my new band. What are they saying? Oh, a lot. I'm not going to read it. Oh, it's about my photo shoot. Oh, I'm such a celebrity. I'm a star. What's everyone talking about? I don't know, but uh, Iceland. She can look at the space so we can get up. Prefer- oh, God, yes. I was looking up uh, the food news for you. While I'm doing this, I'm going to round up the podcast. Do you have anything that you want to say about... Um, well, the, the Scooby-Doo that we were talking about. Yeah, whatever the hell we were talking about <laughs> while I look it up. Oh, what's going on? 
UK f- Q- oh, I'm so sorry audio listeners the the Instagram page is called UK newest foods I think it's better if I just call it my name but if you want to go follow them that's cool Nutella bites are a thing now that are coming Gross. out oh good lord I'm trying to find this stupid pizza for <laughs> talk talk while I do this what about the pizza no round up the episode for yourself well, thank you, audio listeners, for listening to our podcast. No, what did you think of Scooby Doo? <laughs> I love Scooby Doo. Oh, Cinnabon have come Everything out with a new Scooby-Doo. Cinnabon have come out with a new flavor, Locust Biscoff. Locust Biscoffy. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's a biscuit. Also, in Sainsbury's, they've made um, croissant cereal. That sounds revolting. Oh, not if you like a croissant. I'm not French. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to find this pizza. You're okay. not talking about Scooby Doo. Well, oh, we, we did go. start talking about Scooby Doo, and then you interrupted with the. Uh, Sorry, New Cathedral off. City mini cheese and ham stove baked pizza. Yeah, I'll there's a picture that. of it. I'll give that a whirl. Would you? Yeah. It looks disappointing. Uh, Where is it available? Like Top with cheddar cheese, cheese sauced, smoked ham in stores in Iceland, two pound fifty. Awesome. All right. Okay, okay. Is that what you want? Yeah, I'll that's give disgusting. It a, I'll give it a whirl. I hate it. Can't be as bad as some of the stuff I've had. Anyway, I'm getting stressed about things. Um, be, what? I've got to go get up my new. I've, I've got to go get my new bank card. <laughs> okay, well, it's at Lynn's house, and I don't want to go there. What? Do you want to tell the audience about that? I don't like my mum. <laughs> Imagine if she the episode. <laughs> I, my mother has no investment in anything I do. Um, <clears throat> what was I saying? You're rounding up the episode. Thank you so much. We're going to go and buy a pizza that I'm not going to eat now. But I am. But you are. Damn which right. is very exciting because we both have the day off. So it's, so it's, I already bought you a gummy pizza. It's the same thing. It hasn't been in the oven. We could cook it and see what happens. It would melt. End of that chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably still eat it. Anyway, I'm going to go. Oh, where am I? I've My ADHD is so be out now. Where am I going? round up the episode. Yeah, thank you. Um... My mouth tastes weird. If you want us, to, if you want us to sponsor you, no, <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta remember all the stuff I do on the show. If you want us to be sponsored, send us free gifts. We like no, that. no, 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 no. If you want us to talk about some stuff you're doing, yeah, like films or festivals, or if you want to sell gummy pizzas, I'll um, take that. Yeah. We'll spot you can you can sponsor. We'll talk about you on our on our show. It's a sponsorship. We get sponsored. You can sponsor us. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, go on the website www.ukfilmreview.com and follow the information for details. And you can email us, and we can sponsor you. Go ahead, do it because we can make money then. That's nice. And I, as I said in the last episode, I'm really good at lying, and I can uh, make you believe that I love anything you want me to sell. Secondly. Please go follow us on all of our social medias. We are at UK Film Review at Instagram.com. We are, of course, at UK Film Review on Facebook. And we are on our website, UKFilmReview.co.uk.com for all information that you need to know. And, of course, this is Spotify. And there are algorithms which are important that need to be fulfilled. So please go and rate the show. Give us a five-star. Drop a comment. Give us a follow. Share us with your friends. Share us with your local priest. We don't care. We want to, you know, push the show and, and th- things like that. And you know what? I'm, you get what I'm saying. I say it every week. Also, if forgot to mention that i wanted to ring jake this week because we're on a cliffhanger and he hasn't told me i went for lunch with him like the week after the podcast forgot to ask him if he ate the burgers in a can oh i know and now he's back at work 
So he never he never picks up the phone when he's at work. He never picks up the phone anyway. I know. During work times. But if it's the summer holidays, he's like, oh, do you want to hang out all the time? Eat some tinned burgers. I don't know if he ate them. So I need to ring Jake. But whatever. I don't care about Jake. We, didn't, we just hadn't brought up Jake. So I thought <laughs> just, we'd We Jake. just wanted to care about the burgers. Well, I think that the audio listeners are on the edge of their seats. About how good they are? I bet they were trash. I, I can imagine. I've seen them. I can imagine they're not that tasty, to be honest with you. Anyway, audio listeners, um, I'm hitting my piano because my ADHD is clocking. And what am I doing next week? Next show? Oh, of course. Because it's getting to the spooky winter months, me and Richard Ashby will be talking about The Thing, which will be very exciting. I said a surname. I shouldn't say people's surname. Richard, no surname. We'll be talking about The Thing. We're going to have a look at those sort of fun snow horror movies. Maybe we're talking about aliens, a bit of sci-fi, sci-fi con, bi-fi con, sci-fi con monthly. We're going to do that. That's going to be baller. I look forward to that. And then um, I think over uh, January. No, it'd be December. I don't know what I'm doing in December. Don't bring that up. Oh, right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> do I know what I'm doing in December? Oh, no, yeah. I don't care. Have you got a spooky Christmas film to do? Yeah, maybe. Sure I don't is. care. I'm sure there is one. I'll worry about December when it comes to November and I have to record December's episode. In the, new, in the new year... The Rival show has been booked. Dun, dun, dun. So if you remember, audio listeners, Paul came on and spoke about Stephen King. Pete came on and spoke about Stephen King. Come January to start the new year, we're going to do an episode where they fight each other and I just scream. Uh, isn't this like every episode? What, them fighting or me screaming? You're screaming. I've never screamed in my life. <laughs> if you touch my drink, I'll scream. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, audio listeners, thank you so much for joining us on this show where we didn't talk about films at all. Um, no, not... there was some chat. Uh? We had some chats. There was some chat about films. Why is there a pen on the floor? Is that oh, mine or is that yours? Nah, that's mine. Oh, pen debris. Not sponsored by that pen, unfortunately. Free, free pen, that is. Now, I wonder if that pen is sponsoring our show. Anyway, audio Tristy listeners, P. thank you so much for joining us. As I said, please do give us a, a rating, a five star, of course, naturally, about the show. We'll be very grateful. I will be back next month. For... I will not be back next month. No, Richard will be here. I'll be back next month for more spooky tales. And we hope that you all have a fabulous Halloween and have enjoyed the very minimal chat about... Scooby-Dooby-Doo! My God, I didn't think you were going to do it because you were so hesitant to do Bane, but you'll do that. Yeah, Scooby-Doo is better than Bane. So it's goodbye from Luke. (laughs) It's goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. Thank you so much, guys. Goodbye for her. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.